Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Studying Law Around the World, a podcast where I interview people from all over the world asking about how, how does it work to study law abroad and also how do practice abroad looks like. Today, I have the honor to uh, receive Ben Ho and to host him in the podcast. So, Ben, thanks so much for joining us today. It's great to host you at the podcast. And to get our conversation started, would you please introduce yourself for our listeners? Yes, thank you so much for having me. My name is Ben Ho. I'm a law student in my third and final year at Harvard Law School. Uh, I grew up in Singapore, immigrated to a small town outside of Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania in the U.S. in 2006. Then I went to Allegheny College and graduated in 2014, and then worked in education and immigration consulting before starting law school in 2020. Then I'll be going to New York to practice corporate law after graduation for the foreseeable future. Yeah. Fantastic. That's awesome. Well, thanks again for joining us. Um, kind of how the how we've we've done this in the podcast in the last couple of episodes. I've I've tried to standardize the first few questions so that people who are just interested to get like an overview of how law school abroad works, they can get like the same information from all different countries. And the first question is is just about how long is law school in your country? And then we're talking about like where you're studying law school. So how long is law school in the U.S. And also, is it an undergrad program? Oh, yes. So uh, in the U.S., law school tends to be a graduate level degree. It's about three years. And if you're an international student, you can also do a one year LLM program. So typically it. All right. Fantastic. Great. Thanks so much. Well, and and let me ask you, um, for example, here in Brazil, normally when you go to law school, it is an undergrad program. So a lot of differences, but also uh, normally you get a set schedule, right? You, you we, we do have some electives and optionals but it's very much like most people will study the very same things. So how does it work in the U.S.? Like, are most of the courses mandatory? How does that work? So the first year of law school in the U.S. is fairly standard for everyone, and it's typically the most difficult, the first year. So we we all more or less take the same curriculum, and some of the courses will include contracts, civil procedure, torts, criminal law, property, constitutional law, you know, things like that. Uh, and you also get to learn something like legal research and writing, you know, so in your second and third year, it's typically more like a choose your own adventure. At least that's the case at Harvard. So in these two years, you take different electives of your choice. For me, I focus on taking a lot of corporate law and tax courses because I knew I was going to be a corporate lawyer. And then other students would focus on more traditional, like litigation based courses, right? Like admin law, first amendment, federal courts. There's also a lot of room for specialization. Like for example, you know, if I wanted to focus on things like the blockchain or artificial intelligence, mm-hmm. there'll be also out there seminar-based courses that will allow that. And finally, there are also other options like law clinics, which are more mm-hmm. practical. So like there's like the religious and, and liberties cl- clinic, or there's like a criminal law clinic. It's it's basically the op- opportunity you get to work with clients pro bono and learn some ethical skills, build some pro bono mm-hmm. hours, get some client interaction be- ahead of practice. Sweet. That's awesome. Well, uh, that just made me curious about something else. So regardless of the courses you end up choosing, uh, does everybody graduate with the same degree? Like the, the name of your degree and everything is the same for everybody? It's a really good question. Um, I would think so. Uh, so for for myself, like if you go to a U.S. law school, right, you're going to get a JD, Juris Doctor. Um, mm-hmm. But I guess for LLMs, that would be a master's in law, right? So. Mm-hmm, Depends mm-hmm, on the program yeah. you join. Yep. 
Okay, perfect. That ma that makes a lot of sense. Uh, and and that question just comes because the LOMs, I guess, in some schools you can choose a concentration and yeah. and kind of like that goes in the name of your degree, right? So oh, interesting. Well, awesome. Well, um, also just a like final standard question: Does law school have any kind of dress code? Yeah, it's a cool question. Not really. Um, although most people will dress fairly presentably, right? Like collared shirts, things like that. But I've also seen a range, right? From hoodies to t-shirts to suits really varies. Um, I've certainly worn t-shirts mm -hmm. to my classes uh, and I never thought I would. You know, I also started during um, a Zoom year, right? So my first year was unfortunately online. And in that year, it was very easy to wear like a sweater and then, you know, or, or wear something formal on, on the top. But at the bottom, it was just wearing pants, like, Sweatpants and it didn't matter. So I wonder if if some of the informalities came from the Zoom world back into the real world. Uh, maybe I don't know. Oh, that's that's quite interesting. Yeah. Um, well, he, here in Brazil, we don't have much of like a uh, like a dress code for law school as well. So mm -hmm. I I got to experience some of the in person before COVID, and I mm -hmm. guess it it's been following the same trends. I I don't feel like it had many significant changes here. But I could see how other countries could have brought the informality from the Zoom world. That that's a lot of food for thought. <laughs> um, Interesting. So wait, I'd love to hear. And so Brazil is yeah. how long is law school in Brazil? Yeah, great call. So it's a five-year undergrad program. Five. So years. it's a bit different. Yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, you know, we have four years of undergrad and three years of law school. So it could be seven, like, you know, it could be seven years before you even practice, right? And undergrad mm -hmm. doesn't really matter what you study to. Like I studied. Mm -hmm philosophy and political science, you know, uh, which is pretty traditional, I think, for a lot of law students. But you can also, mm -hmm. also be a physics major. You can study anything conceivably, and it would not really matter for whether or not you get into law school, you know, because you're going to be learning something new, basically learning a new language, right? It doesn't matter what you yeah. study. Yeah, that's that's something super cool about uh, this system that goes on in North America and some other countries as well. Mm. Uh, well, going going into that, even like about your personal experience, uh, can you tell us a little bit about Harvard and like, did you always have the go to study there, or like, did you decided like at a specific point? How did that happen to you? Yes, so I am very very blessed to be here at Harvard Law School. Right, it was certainly a dream school of mine since my freshman year of college. That's the first year in undergrad, and I, I certainly didn't think it would ever be in the cards. But here I am in my final semester, and I'm grateful for all the opportunities it's afforded me. But I'm also sad that it's almost over, right? It's frankly an amazing place with some of the most ambitious and capable people I've ever met. And I'm, I'm lucky to be able to go to school with such classmates. And I know that everyone here will end up doing amazing things and we're all going to have a great network, right? Uh, so, yeah. That's fantastic. Awesome. Well, talking about this experience of yours at Harvard, I know that one of the things you do is you host a podcast, right? Mm -hmm. So. Could you would you mind telling us a little bit about like maybe first like extracurriculars and stuff you can you get to do in law school if you want to? And then also like a little bit about your personal experience about hosting a podcast and how has that been for you? Sure. Yes. Uh thank you for that. So just about extracurriculars in general, there's just there's so many options, right? I mean, they're all legally based, certainly. Um, but you can come to, okay, so at HLS, Harvard Law School, we have so many options, right? If you're a litigator, you know, you had options over there to do litigation-based things. For me, I knew coming in that I wanted to work with corporate law, work with startups. So the org that I joined is called HLEP, 
the Harvard Law Entrepreneurship Project. Uh, HLEP is a student practice organization that serves startup founders from the Harvard and MIT community. So what we do is we work with attorney advisors from some of the elite uh, venture capital and emerging companies law firms, and we get their guidance to answer some questions that founders are going to have. We write a memo for them, and they'll take it and do other things with it. So I knew coming in that that was I wanted to work for one of these firms, so that's how I positioned myself to join such an org and get all the experiences that I, I got, and it, it was amazing, right? So along the way, I realized for myself that you know, we we don't have we have all these amazing resources, but they're only limited to Harvard Law students. And I wonder what it is that we could do to share it with people beyond the Harvard community. And on that day in particular, that was when the idea to start a podcast dropped into my heart. So this podcast is called the HLEP podcast, right? And the HLEP is short for Harvard Law Entrepreneurship Project. And our first season is called Cradle to Exit. And we have practitioners from some of the best firms, again, from the emerging company space, teach us what lawyering is like throughout each stage of the corporate life cycle, from, cor from company formation through financings and eventually exits like mergers and acquisitions and IPOs. The podcast is now in its second season, and our first half includes guests like Matt Levine, the Bloomberg columnist, to Justin Asofsky, the chief operating officer of Instagram and the VP of Meta. And the next half is really about introducing listeners to the next exciting emerging industries like AI, Web3, and space. So it's really been like founding and running a startup, much like I know you understand, right? Uh, running a podcast is a lot of work, but it's also very rewarding. I It's been super fun. I've interviewed so many amazing speakers. I've learned so much about corporate law and it's really surpassed all my expectations. So, you know, if you're interested in corporate lawyering in America, I encourage you to tune in on Apple and Spotify. Awesome. Yeah, to the listeners, uh, you, can, you can find a link to the podcast uh, that Ben hosts. Uh, here in the description of this episode. Well, uh, thank you so much, Ben, for your willingness to join us today and to answer these uh, few questions about law school in the U.S. Uh, I was wondering, is there anything else that maybe I forgot to ask or maybe something that you'd like to bring up about your experience uh, in law school in general? Uh, not in particular, um, although I think maybe a final word for me is just to encourage everybody to dream big, really, if you... And to have a plan behind your actions, right? And to be intentional with everything you do. Because I think it's so easy to just, I cannot believe I'm in my final semester here at HLS. And it went by so quickly. And I, I wish, um, and I, I mean, I guess I can look back now and I'm so proud and happy about how it all went. Uh, and my, my best advice for everybody is that it's going to be over sooner than you can imagine. So a lot of mixed emotions right now as I come on on the finishing line. So thank you so much for having me. It was a lot of fun talking. Yeah, thank you so much for allowing us to be here today, and I'll see you in the future. Take care. Thank you. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. See you in the next episode.